Hello, I'm Francesco Pavone, your host, and today me and you are going to talk about the training for fat loss. Uh, we will talk about uh, three mistakes uh, that many people do when uh, they start uh, their cut phase and they basically change their training um, because of that. And uh, these are huge mistakes that keeps people from being uh, lean, toned and uh, having that uh, Uh, mas muscular physique uh, and athletic physique that they like. Uh, so I hope that you will enjoy this uh, episode. If you do, make sure to join as well the Lean Muscle Warriors uh, to get access to a ton of free training and nutrition content. But now let's uh, dig into that. All right, uh, so I'm here today. It's the 4th of May. Um, I usually record this episode on Tuesday and uh, then share it on a Wednesday at uh, 5 p.m. every week. Uh, but what am I up to? Well, uh, this week is the first week of my new mesocycle. I'm just repeating the old mesocycle with some minor adjustment. But basically, I've been working on uh, uh, mastering uh, a handstand in the last uh, five and a half weeks. So this is, this is the sixth week uh, starting now. And uh, yeah, it's going, it's going great. Uh, I develop uh, so much more active flexibility in my wrist and my shoulders uh, and my body positioning and body control uh, feels and look much better. Now I can uh, have some small uh, attempt of uh, 10-15 seconds old as well. Uh, it's always with the back on the wall and or the chest on the wall. But I, I definitely feel uh, much more control. So that's, that's going great. Also, on the 19th of May, gyms uh, will open again here in uh, Vienna. So that would be great um, because I'm going to be the first person at the fit in close to my flat at six in the morning when the gym will open. You can bet, guys, I'm going to be there. Deadlift, bench press, lat pull down. Oh, yes. I need, uh, this body needs some applied external load because that's, that's uh, not uh, happening right now. I'm playing with my body weight, which is definitely uh, a load when you hang on a bar uh, from your muscle, for your muscle, but it's uh, a totally different feeling. And I definitely miss that feeling, especially on my posterior chain, I have to say. But this week, uh, something more uh, exciting as well. Well, probably not. Uh, yeah, well, hmm. Well, definitely same, the same level of excitement is also for my, our new dog. Um, on Friday, I will go to Serbia with my car, pick up a dog that we rescue uh, through an organization here in uh, Austria. And uh, yeah, we will pick up Bora. Uh, so can't wait to show you more about that too and see how, yeah, coaching and uh, um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what Bora is going to teach me. Because uh, I know that uh, much of uh, dog training or dog uh, psychology, it's uh, mainly about the psychology of the owner, right? Um, and how we are able to, to control uh, the dog and our emotions with the dog, mainly. All right. But training, talking about training and training for fat loss in particular. So... There is this thing, and many people will say when it comes to fat loss, uh, many people will start changing their training. Um, when I first uh, joined the fitness jungle, the fitness world, um, there was this uh, myth uh, about high reps for toning. So 
Um, many people will go and uh, try to change their training, maybe not changing too much, but it will definitely change the repetition scheme. Um, and uh, the hypothesis uh, is that uh, by increasing the number of repetitions that you will do, um, you will uh, burn more calories. And uh, by burning more calories, uh, you will uh, lose more fat and that will bring uh, your body to burn more fat than muscle. Um, actually, like uh, the people who will say that are also the people who believe uh, that you need uh, uh, to lower your rep range when you try to build muscle. Like uh, building uh, muscle requires you to lift heavy loads and losing fat requires you to do lift uh, smaller weights uh, for a, a higher number of reps. Well, that's uh, not going, that's not how it works. That's not how the body works. And uh, this uh, is just going to make you more tired. Yes, I said that. What is the problem with this approach? Like why, why that doesn't work? Well, to lose fat, you need to be in a caloric deficit. So that means that the energy balance between the calories that you eat and the calories that you burn through the physical activity that you do, not just uh, the um, training, but also the physical activity you do outside your training. So your daily steps or how active you are throughout the day um, now needs to favor the calories that you need for your activity and your normal functioning. Uh, so your vital functions. How do we do that? Well, we can eat a little bit less, we can move a little bit more, and that could be as little with as little as 250 calories a day for a long period of time. And just sit tight, sit comfortable, and um, enjoy that period of life for as much as possible. Uh, I know it's not uh, easy for many people, uh, but we, we can find ways to, to enjoy life as well during a cut. Um, now, during a calorie deficit, like the power, the anabolic power of our body, so our capacity to repair and build muscle is reduced. Um, so we have a reduction in mTOR, which uh, plays a key role in increasing protein synthesis and IGF-1, especially when you cut out carbs and insulin, um, which is both anabolic and anti-catabolic. So we know that during the cut, um, even if it's possible for many people to build muscle, especially with people who are coming out uh, from an injury or a long stop, uh, I've wrote more about it in an article called uh, um, The Body Recomposition, and uh, I'll, I'll probably link it uh, in the description of this podcast so you can link back to that if you want. Um, but you... It's not about what you build for most people in a cut in terms of muscle, but it's more about what you don't lose. That's right. So you need to be in a calorie maintenance or surplus in order to build muscle effectively. So during a cut, our game, our goal will be to retain as much as possible, to retain those muscle as much as we can. So the connection that... Uh, we need to increase our rep range to burn more calories. Um, it's uh, not necessary because the same rule that are valid during a bulk phase will apply during a cut in terms of muscle. So even if we don't, we will not be able to effectively build the new muscle tissue. 
our goal should be to retain that muscle, those muscles, and the tool that we use should be the same as we use in a caloric surplus. But let's uh, dig a little bit deeper. Um, it's not going to be exactly the same. It's not going to be exactly the same training. Because um, uh, think about it. There are two things that will determine if you are able to build muscle, two major factors, your calorie intake and uh, the composition of your diet. So like your diet and your training. Okay. So um, since the diet, uh, uh, okay, we can talk about uh, protein and you know the role of protein but let's say that you are eating enough protein um since the cat the, there is no more anabolism coming from the diet uh, but actually there is a catabolism because uh, we are trying to reduce our total body mass then we will focus on training but um if uh, we simply keep everything the same and we remove something well that's uh, the, the total is not gonna be the the same so if we simply for instance reduce our calories and don't change anything in our training um, we might expect to lose some muscle and in fact this is what the research say we will lose some muscle on a diet yes it is being shown um, as well with the professional bodybuilders which we can say that we are not all professionals so we can say that professional bodybuilders um, will put a attention to details and a consistency level and an intensity in the workout that most people will not bring in a session. Uh, but we can also say that those people, uh, the professional bodybuilders, are the best in achieving what most people um, who struggle with their body um, composition would love to achieve. So a lot of muscle and not a lot of body fat. We can say that most people are not comfortable with that level of muscle mass. Perfect. But what the bodybuilder do in a diet, it's what uh, it's relevant for, for those people because the physiology and, and the mechanism of fat loss, uh, fat loss uh, will be the same for everyone, every healthy individual. So we don't need, uh, you will potentially lose more muscle um, if uh, uh, you increase your rep range. Um, that's the reason why is that it's uh, because it's going to be very challenging to um, keep making gains uh, with that rep range. Okay. Or it's going to be more complicated. Someone is uh, literally drilling my ceiling. So you are going to, to hear that. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect interruption. Let's see if this guy... Let's see if this guy is done. It seems like, no, not yet. I need to pause it and uh, knock at his door. Hmm. Well, let, let's try to continue for a moment. Hopefully it's not uh, a long uh, maintenance work. Hmm. Okay, maybe it's gone. All right. So, yes, don't try to cut up by doing high reps or shape the muscle, by doing tons of different exercise, you know, for muscle group. Um, don't, don't try to necessarily increase the rep range. Your muscles are used to, to be challenged with different rep ranges. 
So I'm not even saying just focus on strength, okay? Um, you will uh, learn uh, on your skin or you will learn from other professional or from listening to this podcast that uh, we talk about it many times, that there is no out-out. There is no either-or in fitness. It's a spectrum of things. So what was working for you? And it might be that I'm, I'm, I'm not just saying don't use high reps at all. I think high reps uh, have uh, a very good application and a very um, important space in someone's programming, especially like in deload weeks or... Uh, um, just particular mesocycle where you just want to give your joints a break uh, and therefore you focus on higher rep ranges so that you can handle a lighter weight. But I wouldn't focus uh, on uh, using high reps for toning like or for uh, shaping the muscle or whatever for loose fat um, just because you're going to burn more calories, which, is a, a, which has also to be shown because uh, your calorie expenditure during a workout is uh, something very difficult to assess uh, and that's why it's something that we shouldn't try to control but we should try to make tangible progress which is something that we can control at the gym okay so generally the problem with those people who go high reps is that they start losing uh, an idea they don't have an idea anymore about their progress so they don't know anymore about what they are doing. They don't know what they should do to progress. So you can use high reps, but don't focus on that too much. That's not going to help you with losing fat. Now, many other people will say, hey, Francesco, you know, I don't need to build muscle. I just want to get rid of my fat. Okay, perfect. Um, so you should lift weights and you should lift the weights heavy enough so that your muscle are challenged. To grow whether they, they you will not be able to to build muscle or you will that will be determined by your diet and the composition of your diet but since at the moment you are in a calorie deficit that's what you can do in order to tell your body hey man keep those muscle okay by challenging our body to build muscle during a cut we're gonna retain more muscle okay um, so um, in uh, most cases, uh, this will mean that you are able to recover from your workout and that your workout are intense enough. Now, this is uh, um, a very interesting part because on, on this, many, many people will bring their workout, like they will not change much. Some, some people, they will not change their training too much, but they will bring the, the workout or every set to failure thinking that uh, since uh, I don't have the anabolic power of the diet, then I need to stress uh, my muscle as much as possible. Keep in mind what I just said. You are trying to build muscle in the same way as when you are in a bulking phase, so in a calorie surplus or a maintenance. So when you are in a calorie surplus, uh, you don't want to go to failure. Um, in uh, training uh, to build muscle, you don't want to go to failure too often. And to explain you why is that, I'm just going to give you a simple example of a real life example um, of, on, on about when, when that can happen and how can you notice that it's better not to go to failure. So imagine you're doing a set of squats and you are there with your imaginary sibling and uh, you, do, you do both three sets of 8 to 12 reps. Okay, classic hypertrophy books set um, now the first uh, the first sibling you you go and you leave and you go to failure so you are able to go 
to 12 repetition the first round, but the second round, yes, your legs are so pumped up because you hit failure. So you can only do seven repetition on the second round. And then you can only do six repetition on the last round, but you are really screaming in pain. Okay, so you sum a total of 25 reps. Now, your uh, sibling instead, uh, he leaves uh, one to two repetition in reserve every set. So the first set, he will not do 12 repetition, but he will do 10. The second set, he will do 10 again. And the third set, he will do nine because of the accumulation of fatigue and lactic acid. Who totalizes the highest amount of volume, which is uh, the number one uh, um, factor that we look at that will determine if you're able to build muscle or not. So we need to do more volume over time. So your sibling did 29 reps. So he actually did more work than you. Now, this is one, one part of the whole matter. The second part is that after that workout, who do you think is going to be more tired? Who do you think will have the ability to progress as soon as possible? Okay, I bet, really bet my money. I don't like to bet, but I put my money on your sibling. And the reason is that leaving a little bit of buffer, so staying a little bit shy of failure, a little bit means one to two repetition in reserve or on a scale of one to 10, a intensity, a perceived effort of eight to nine, that's gonna allow you to recover from your workout and to be ready for the next workout and to progress on the next workout. So to totalize as well, even more volume at the end of the week when you are a little bit shy of failure. This is not to say that failure is not important. We know that failure is very good in order to build muscle, but it increases a lot your recovery time, which is in a contest of a fat loss, not very good because the fact that we are uh, uh, less able uh, to recover from a workout, it's also down to the fact that uh, we have less calories and uh, less calories, uh, even if we can uh, increase the protein intake, uh, and make sure that we have no uh, muscle loss so that we have enough uh, um, substance uh, for our body to successfully build new protein. Um, our still our ability to recover it's much slower it's much less so we need to pay uh, keep that in mind and uh, um, eventually there are uh, uh, in, for instances uh, one way that we can do is to split our training to multi over multiple days and have slightly less intense um, workouts so if you're training for four times a week and you go really heavy during a surplus but you feel like you're able to recover um, you might decide to go towards a five day a week split with slightly less intense uh, um, workout. Okay, so this is a minor change in favor of uh, a better recovery. So um, what's, uh, what's going to, to be really fundamental is that we keep the cortisol low. The cortisol, when it's too high, will not make it possible for us to lose uh, um, fat and to recover properly from a workout. So having too much adrenaline too much will increase, uh, um, well, having too much cortisol will increase the adrenaline and having uh, too much uh, cortisol means too, having too much adrenaline. And uh, yeah, this will decrease your motivation uh, your, on the long term, uh, drive, uh, your strength, uh, your power, your speed, uh, your coordination, your endurance. Uh, you might don't sleep uh, properly. And this might create a whole loop uh, of things uh, 
that will uh, make you struggle to lose weight or uh, to stay consistent with your fat loss. You will, you might feel like you need a break. Uh, like I did that in uh, 2018 when I think I downloaded one of those uh, uh, professional bodybuilders uh, training plan and it was very hard. It was fucking painful. I, my chest was uh, pumped. I had the, the, the um, uh, problem with these kind of programs is that I had a good session. I had like very good uh, couple of weeks uh, um, in terms of training, but it was very intense. Uh, I felt challenged uh, and I noticed uh, little things uh, that now I can say they were red flags, uh, but I couldn't sleep properly. I didn't look forward to my training so much. And after only two weeks of diet, that's not, uh, that's crazy. Um, and the sleep issue really didn't help uh, um, the whole thing because then I wasn't able to recover properly. I was sore and like training sore is... Uh, um, you know, at that stage after one year trying to build muscle and then suddenly you are sore all, the, all every day, it's just not nice. You don't look forward to another workout. And then you end up slowing down fat loss because what uh, that uh, brought me to do is uh, to take a break and then to postpone uh, my fat loss phase. So um, yeah, my, my fat loss was not successful in that, in that sense. And it could have done, I could have been done totally different. So even in, if uh, what's in the short term might look like an elevated fat loss uh, and uh, you feel like you are uh, um, confusing your muscle uh, and uh, you are, your body's adapting, uh, what's going on in reality is that your body is shutting down. Um, he's uh, protecting himself uh, to a excessive uh, uh, muscle loss. And it will do so by slowing down your performance. So this is crazy. And uh, so this is it. I don't want you to make uh, this uh, wrong association that you either need to go to failure to retain muscle, that you need to increase your rep count to build muscle, and that in order to um, lose fat and not muscle, you should change, like you should change the way you train. The main adjustment that you should do shouldn't come to a cost. When uh, those uh, people who will bring uh, the mass, like the, they're set to failure, um, to retain ma more muscle, when they are asked why they do it, is they say, well, because, uh, you know, I don't have time to focus on my diet. Well, if you don't have time, make time. Because the reality is that you will not be able to lose uh, weight if you don't have your hands on your diet. Like, uh, you need some sort of system, whether if it's calorie counting, whether if it's intermittent fasting, whether if it's journaling on your food, whether if it's eating the same things every day, whether if it's using a food service, like a food delivery service that prepack your meal already with the right macronutrients. Well, I'm old school. I think if you personally, this is personally, this is not uh, professionally, but I think that if you don't get your hands dirty with the meal prep, preparing your own meal, um, it's really hard to lose fat and to be able to switch on and switch off in terms of fat loss so that you're able to do it even like every now and then on your command if you want to get lean for the holiday that you know how to do it. It's always going to feel a little bit like... Um, um, extreme journey where mm, who knows if you are going to be able to do it well in my mind um, the only variable that we need to keep in mind when the system is strong when 
you are training, when your training is strong, when your diet is strong, is time. Okay, so the only variable that will uh, uh, challenge you is uh, your patience. Your, uh, the time will challenge your patience so that uh, it will be the only thing to worry about. Just uh, be consistent and, uh, you know, see and observe your body weight slowly going down and the fat on your body slowly going down, um, going away first from uh, your least preferred uh, body part. Um, I say least prefer because we all have we all stock fat in different points and uh, we all have uh, we are going to all get leaner in different ways i am going to lose fat on my lower body at the very end when i'm already shredded on the upper body for other people it will be the opposite but what you need to keep in mind my friend is that you um, don't uh, just uh, change things uh, in your training and in your diet uh, thinking that there is no cost okay if you decide to do cardio fasted uh, in the morning uh, for an hour uh, of course it's going to bring you to burn more calories but that's going to increase as well your uh, recovery needed uh, to recover from that bout bout of uh, cardio so um you know more recovery needed means also that you might feel a little bit more lethargic for your strength uh, or hypertrophy session uh, later on that day or, um, you know, an extra energy expenditure from that session will make you feel more hungry. So you will also need, uh, you will say, okay, I'm going to lose, I'm, I'm doing cardio because I'm losing more fat. Yes, I absolutely agree. That's a great idea. But are you going to be okay as well with being more hungry? Because that's going to change, challenge your willpower, your social life, uh, and uh, yeah, your mental uh, health uh, and your the level of happiness that you have in your life for that period of time. So being aware of what you do is great. It's always uh, the solution. Um, and uh, we are not going to go in details on how to set up uh, your training for a fat loss. Uh, um, but in this podcast, uh, I really wanted to address uh, these three mistakes uh, because I know that many people will uh, um, struggle every week uh, to lose fat and not muscle. And uh, they just don't know what to change. So uh, for a quick reference... Uh, just keep your training with the focus on maintaining your performance okay try to maintain your level of strength expect a little reduction um, if you think about you know losing five kilos plus you will notice a um, minor but not so minor i remember that in my case uh, i was able to do that lift weight 150 kilos with a stiff like that lift and uh, just the idea of doing a deadlift towards the end of my diet was just a no, no. Um, I literally switched to dumbbell Romanian deadlift. So my performance went down drastically. Um, so just keep uh, in mind, uh, be prepared for that moment where you slightly lose uh, strength uh, because you are going to lose a little bit of muscle. Okay, so just acknowledge that. Uh, um, and don't think that you're going to look skinny because if you look uh, at pictures of me, at 98 kilos and at 86 kilos, you will think that the guy at 86 kilos is huge, is bigger than the one at 98 kilos. Because losing fat will change as well your proportion and you might not have an idea of how exactly you are going to look like towards the end of the diet. Um, so um, increase your step count. That's the going, talking about cost and uh, recovery time needed that's the cheapest option that you can do that's the lowest hanging fruit if you can't increase your step count 
Just do some step at the gym as a part of your warm up or as a part of your cool down, or just make sure that you, you know, buy a standing desk, work standing, stand up as much as, as you can, go to the park the car far away. We talk about it many times and how it's going to help you and know how much you eat. All right. So be in control of your diet, keep a high protein intake and reduce uh, your calories uh, up to the point where you feel like you can sustain it for uh, at least uh, 12 weeks uh, and then uh, repeat uh, until you're as lean as you like. So this is uh, my suggestion in order to keep all the muscle that you have uh, during a uh, cut and how to a, like, avoid making silly mistakes uh, in your training. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I try to make episode uh, um, nice and short, uh, under half an hour. I think today we're going to be successful uh, um, despite the little interruption of the neighbor upstairs. But hey, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you join the Lean Muscle Warriors. We have two groups, one for Italians and one for English speakers. Um, Just type the Lean Muscle Warriors. You can find the link in the description of this um, episode. But from today, from Coach Francesco is everything. Ciao, ciao.